Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Brian Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. How's it going with you? Feeling better this week? I am feeling better. Thank you to everybody for the the kind get-well wishes. I, You know, it's fun. Like It's one of those things where you just... I, I was during the day, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, no problem. We're all good." And then all of a sudden, it just it just hit me after dinner, and uh, it was about a 24 hour bug, but feeling much better. Was it, uh, you know, a bug I picked up from visiting the family, or was it uh, gas station pizza? Who knows? Um, uh, who knows? Really? It's a, right. I know who the more likely culprit is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can't trust family. They're they're disgusting. It's true, yeah. <laughs> Just ask Jim. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's, it's true. And then th- this is the thing. Like, look, it, it, there is a valid reason for for gas station pizza. And if you want that story, it'll likely be told on a future Dungeons and Diapers because it did include realizing, like, when you have kids and they have a specific dinner time, and they're like my kids, if they're not eating at that specific dinner time, all hell breaks loose. So. Uh, you have very hangry kids, huh? Yes, very hangry kids, and snacks will only get you so far. So, uh, But that was my week, but we are here to catch up on Fire Emblem Heroes, and catch up we will. Uh, starting with the banners, we got the weekly Revival banner 45 running, as well as 15. We have the AHR, that's A Hero Rises 2022 Top 4, running for just a couple more days until the 30th. We've also got Guinevere and Milady running until the 1st of April, or Melody, I suppose I should say. Uh, heroes with Null follow-up going to the 1st as well. New Heroes and Ascended Marita going until the 6th. We also have Hop and Go Seek going until the 7th. And we have the newest Special Heroes Revival banner, Regal Rabbits, going until the 13th. Eddie, how did your summoning so, go? Well, first thing I asked, did you pause there in the uh, notes because you realized you misspelled Marita's name, even though you did pronounce it right? Did I spell it wrong? Marita? Marietta. Marietta. Oh. It's M-A-R-E-E-T-A for the character. Oh, okay. I did not know that. It's spelled with two E's, you say? Yes. Huh. Okay. Well. If you don't believe me, check in game. I believe you. <laughs> Uh, but you obviously spent more time with this banner than I did because you learned how to spell it correctly. So, I mean, she's been in the game for a bit, so you kind of should have known how to spell it correctly because this is the third version of her we've gotten. Uh, but I did hop into the Ascended Marita banner, focusing on red for her. And the method I was using, I would finish out a ring when I got a five star, uh, you know, partially to boost the speed at which I was getting to the 40 and just, you know, see if I got a spare five-star on that ring. And it happened twice early on, both times with Kyria from Tokyo Mirage Session. Probably upset at me that I found my 3DS, and that meant that her game was getting pushed off to the later half of the uh, year. Uh, before I got Marita in a couple four-star Karen drops at one point, I did decide to go for the Spark, considering, um, thanks to Kyria, I was pretty close. And at that point, I added uh, Colors to my summoning for a chance at August, which did pay off, and I ended up grabbing him. 
Um, I used the uh, spark to grab a spare Marita to get rid of her bane since I barely know Galsus and don't really care about him. I see. Well, uh, for me, I did not do any uh, serious summoning on the new heroes and ascended Marita banner, um, but I did. Uh, I did take a look at the uh, a Hero Rises twenty twenty two top four banner, which kind of snuck up on me. I didn't. I completely forgot they were going to be running that banner, and I was missing half the characters on the banner, so I decided to go for the spark unless I got all the ones I needed. Uh, but uh, right off the bat, I got a duo Azura because, uh, and man, my spelling is so on point tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's not spelled correctly. Uh, a duo Azura right off the bat, um, which I already had. And uh, pretty quick after, I got the Mythic Byleth and ended up sparking for Thor. So that was my summoning over the last couple weeks. Okay. Uh, well, over the next cup, uh, next week, we do have a bunch of things going on. Um, tomorrow, the 29th, will bring us a login bonus for the new voting gauntlet. Uh, just before the Hairs at the Fair banner gets a special hero revival, and this one will have the special rate on it as well. I believe that one launches on the 30th. Uh, I forgot to put the date there. Uh, we end March with another new legendary hero, so they mentioned they were going to potentially be doing uh, Legendary Heroes back-to-back in the future, and wasted no time on that. Um, with that launching on the 31st, along with Summoner Duels R, and of course all the battles and stuff that go with the new Legendary Heroes. Uh, the Voting Gauntlet launches on the 1st, uh, before we round out our time with a Smoke Skills Banner, and Solon Grand Hero Battle Revival on the 2nd. Now, we did just get uh, Resplendent Ophelia, and they announced the next one, uh, with Lachesis uh, continuing her unhealthy obsession with her brother as she decides to dress up in the same outfit as his Resplendent outfit, uh, and will be coming uh, for Nif or not Niffle, um, Hell, a hell outfit, and she'll be coming to uh, Fae Pass subscribers on the 10th. Good stuff. Yes, the next Resplendent Hero is uh, delving back to it. That was book two? No. Book three. Yeah, no. It was, okay, now I'm... Sure. No, it was book three. It was book three. That was good three. <laughs> if you could just let me run on that one, I would have got there eventually. It was book three, right? Because book... Yeah, book three. Okay. So, okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, well, let's look at the new heroes and Ascended Marita. We've I spelt it right there. So there you go. Thracia 776 returns to the new hero spotlight with yet another Ascended hero. Kicking things off, we've got August, astute tactician. August serves uh, Leif, the prince of Leonster. Uh, he's a talented strategist who uses his ingenuity and shrewd judgment to get the upper hand. August is a colorless staff infantry unit wielding diplomacy staff, which calculates damage from staff like other weapons. At start of turn, grants attack slash defense slash resistance plus six and the following status to unit support partner, if any. If unit initiates combat, unit takes a guaranteed follow-up attack. 
At start of turn, if at least one ally has been defeated, grant special cooldown count minus two and the following status to unit support partner, if any. Foe cannot make a follow-up attack. He has one new skill in the A slot called Defense Slash Resistance Bond 4. If unit is adjacent to an ally, grants Defense Slash Resistance plus 7 to unit and neutralizes unit's penalties to Defense Slash Resistance during combat. Rounding out his kit is Nudge plus as an assist, Fire Flood Bomb plus as a special, and Even Recovery 3 and the C slot. So we get the Tactician from Thracia776. How do we feel about that? Uh, Overjoyed, right? Don't really know him. <laughs> you know, it's another character I really know nothing about. Uh, he seems kind of boring. So his his full of himself is the wording I was going to use. But his um, uh, forging bonds did show that he is kind of correct in his being full of himself because he was giving, you know sound device even if it sounded like he was snooty about it Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah it's this is going to be a common theme as we discuss these heroes because i feel like every time thracia or genealogy the holy war comes up we're like i just wish we'd know these heroes through playing the game and and i this isn't not this specific hero i'm not talking about the you know the the angry tactician i mean he's not really angry as you said he's full of himself um he doesn't necessarily inspire me to be like oh i can't wait to play the thracia games um but i wonder if getting this character does that mean like they are running out of thracia characters to to give those fans i mean look at some of the characters even for other ones do you feel they're running out of those i mean it's hard to say because you know even Awakening, there's many characters that have yet to get, uh, you know, get a chance to show up. True. Uh, Kellum is sitting there being forgotten yet again, you know, because unless unless I'm really forgetting him, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a version in the game yet. His kid does, Kell, but I don't think Kellum does. I'm not sure. No, I, I, yeah. I don't think so. I feel like I feel like that would have been a big uh, big addition, but or maybe Kill's not his kid. It's been so long, and we'll find we'll verify that short, shortly because that is the game we are now playing. But you know, it, it's one of those things where it's hard to say for sure exactly. I just realized, of course, Kill's not his daughter because you know it's the women who determine the mate or the kid in the awakening. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean. I would love, I mean, if anything, these characters make me want to see the game get an Echoes version more than not less, because while the character doesn't seem amazingly interesting, the Forging Bond gives a little hint of their character and backstory, and I'd like to see that fully fleshed out in an Echoes style, you know? If nothing else, I'd still love to play these games. So you get a full picture of all the games for, uh, fire them, but they continue to not release them so but uh, another character that we know little to nothing about because uh, we have not played these games is galzis dark blade of odd a descendant of the crusader odd he apparently based on the forging bonds lost his daughter to slavers and on the slim slim hope that she might be alive became a mercenary and soaked himself in blood through the years of hoping to find her i believe those are a paraphrasing of his wording he now joins heroes after having found her and sharing an orb color with her in the banner. 
as a red sword infantry unit. He wields the rain sword, and that's R-E-I-N, not R-A-I-N, uh, plus, which inflicts speed defense minus five on foes within two spaces during combat. He does not have any new skills, but does come with Luna, Surge Sparrow, and no follow-up. This guy, uh, in the Forging Bonds that I've played, it seemed like he, you know, he's the mercenary with a troubled past. It seems like he probably would have a cool story to to experience, to explore uh, in Thracia. Um, although it seemed like we were getting maybe a a not-so-complete version of, of his story in The Forging Bonds, whereas Marita was more of a post-game version of herself. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, personally, it feels like we're getting all of his story here. Mm-hmm. And maybe more than you get in the actual game because of the group uh, discussion, the group, you know, the joint Forging Bonds story. Um, you know, uh, I... Maybe he joins your team before you get Marina. It almost sounds like he does, or he joins with Marina. But, you know, it's it's hard to say. I really don't know much about him. Yeah, not sure either. Uh, This is where it's tough. It's tough. We've not played the game, and uh, we are by no means experts when it comes to Thracia. Uh, But we do have Karin Driven Knight. Karin is a trainee Pegasus Knight from Salise. A kingdom in Jugdral, filled with irre- ir- irrepressible energy and a strong sense of justice, she fights to prove herself as a full-fledged knight. Karen is a blue lance flyer unit wielding allied lance plus, which grants attack slash defense plus four to allies within two spaces during combat. If unit is within two spaces of an ally, grants attack slash defense plus four to unit during combat. Being the four-star unit on the banner, she has no new skills, but rounding out her kit is Moonbow as a special, attack slash defense form three in the A slot, and drive attack two in the C slot. So how would you pronounce her name? (laughs) Is it just Karen? I'm saying Karen. You can pronounce it however you want, but you did it both ways during your just descriptions so <laughs> i was trying to figure out what you were going with i mean i i go it as karen until i see it you know pronounced somewhere else that says it's supposed to be different but okay i was going with karen in my head karen but you started with karen and then you when you were in the middle of your explanation you said karen okay. so well you, i i have no excuse honestly i feel like it was just habit to slip into just karen but I've I've not seen I've not uh, I've not seen Karen spelt with an I before. But anything can happen here in the world of Fire Emblem Heroes. I mean, anything can happen in the weird wor- in the real world where you get weird spellings and names. I know. I'm yeah. sure it's Karen, and I'm sure I'd, it's this is like a Nana type situation, or well, opposite, I suppose, where I'm pronouncing it weirdly. Either way. I, again, not knowing much. Again, not to be a broken record, not knowing much about Thracia. Like, is she? She is. Uh, she appears to be one of the. She is a Pegasus Knight. Well, apparently, she's a Pegasus Knight in training. Right. I wonder if there are multiples in this game as well, similar to other Fire Emblem games. Pretty sure there are, and I think we have one or two of them already. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um. So. Yeah. Well, there so, you no, go. Once again, haven't played the game, so. <laughs> I don't know if they're all sisters like they are, like she, you know, 
you know, this being Thracia, maybe there isn't the trio or multiple. I don't know. You know, I know that I'm sure there are definitely some in um, what you want to call it, uh, genealogy. Yes. Nothing else. She's reacting to, I think, one from genealogy during the discussion, during her forging bonds. Mm hmm. So. But, uh, yes, the main focus of this banner, the ascended version of Marita, Astra Awaken, the daughter of Galzus, having been saved from her enslavement and possession, joins as a new ascended hero in a red sword infantry unit. She wields the ascending blade, which boosts her special trigger, and at the start of her of turn one, gives her a point of cooldown to her special, and at the start of combat, if she has 25% or more health, she gets plus 5 to all her primary stats during combat, neutralizes uh, effects that guarantee a foe's follow-up attack and effects that prevent her follow-up attack, and after combat, grants her a point towards her special cooldown count. She has a unique special called Vital Astra with a cooldown count of 2 that boosts her damage by 30% of her speed, and if the special is ready and she is faster than her foe, it reduces damage from AoE specials, excluding worker specials, equal to the difference between the stats times 3 up to 30%. It also gives the same effect to damage from attacks if the special is ready at the start of combat, though the damage reduction is considered non-special effects, so skills like Deadeye uh, still apply. She does not have any other new skills, but does have Tier 4 attack speed solo, Spurn and even Tempest. There so. you go. The latest mm-hmm. ascended hero to arrive in the game. Uh seems mm-hmm. like she's got a, a pretty pretty good kit. Uh I love I love her art, by the way. I think they are nailing oh, yeah. all of the ascended looks. And I think oh, that yeah. is just it has to be stated that um where the resplendent heroes are more of an exploration of what are known fire emblem heroes could look like uh inspired by um other fire emblem hero uh, original content it's really interesting to see them do uh something like this where they are basically running with their current theme so in this case you've got um you've got marita sort of upgraded look within her game i'm I'm assuming uh same with joshua it really felt like uh it was a good upgrade mm-hmm. in terms of like the sacred stones look. So I just, I really like that they've introduced this, this idea that they have, I know it's yet another excuse to offer us different versions of heroes. It's, you know, in the new hero pool, but like still it's, it's good to see. We won't have to wait for a brave version or a legendary version. We can just get it out of the blue. Yep. I do like the Ascended Heroes, but yeah, you are right there. Kind of ways to make dupes more pal- palatable, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I think just any opportunity... Uh, and, and I mean, I also am fine that they're giving us... Like, the Ascended Heroes outside of the original content heroes have been sort of unknowns to us in... I mean, we know of Joshua, but he wasn't like a critical player in our playthroughs of, of Sacred Stones. So it, it is just nice to see them looking at like lesser lesser paid attention to heroes you know i i don't feel like marita's comes top of mind when when you say fire emblem right so they've they've kind of strayed away from let's do another marth you know i'm glad they're doing that in fact this is a third version of marita i'm guessing she is fairly popular within 
Thracia, but Thracia is a very limited game. Um, Joshua, I think he was always somewhat popular. I think that might have been his third version as well. Um, so, you know, he has some level of popularity, and, you know, he was actually a king by the end of his game, technically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it kind of fits, but Marita, as far as I know, other than having a Crusader's blood in her, had no special titles or lands or anything like that. So it's not guaranteed that they're going to be lords, but who knows what they're doing to decide who becomes an Ascended Hero. For the final uh, unit with this grouping, which is the Grand Hero Battle Unit, uh, that is Salem, Dark Sage. Salem was once a member of... Oh, you've got this one. Why am I reading your thing? I don't know. I am completely confused and out of my head. I was waiting for you to pass it over to me, and it's like, oh, he's just going to... All right, I'll just sit back, and anyway, it's all good. Uh, that was funny. I thought I was rusty, to be honest, just going a week off. It's like, okay, I got to get used to saying all the words that are in Fire Emblem Heroes. I, I got distracted and then brain farted. <laughs> it's like, wait, <laughs> I didn't write all this. <laughs> and we were having a good conversation about Ascended Heroes. I, I've yep. come around on Ascended Heroes. So, um, let's look at Salem Dark Sage. Salem was once a member of the Lopter Church, worshippers of the Dark God Lopter. Laptos, uh, Laptuos, uh, who were feared across Chugdrol. He became disillusioned with the Lopter Church's creed and attempted to escape, only to be caught by pursuers who left him badly wounded. But in his hour of need, he was rescued and taken in by Pern of the Dandelion Bandits, a band of honorable thieves. Salem is a red tome infantry unit wielding Rar Vulture Plus. If unit is not adjacent to an ally, inflicts penalty on foe's attack slash resistance during combat equal to 5, plus any current penalty on each of those stats. So for example, if foe has minus 7 penalty to attack, inflicts attack minus 12 for a net penalty of attack minus 19 during combat. Calculates each stat permanently, or sorry, each stat penalty independently. He has no new skills being the Grand Hero Battle Unit, but rounding out his kit is Glacius as a special, which is unlocked at four stars. Attack slash resistance, push three in the A slot, which is unlocked at four stars. And sabotage, attack three in the B slot, unlocked at five stars. So your Grand Hero Battle Unit is uh, another mage. Uh, again, we might as well just keep the trend going. Don't know anything about this dude. Uh, but uh, again, like if we get, if we could possibly just get any version of an echoes announcement this year or in the near future that would be honestly just so great the promise of what uh shadows of valencia may have done for the fire emblem franchise has taken way too long to see the light of the day and and i don't know if that's because of the popularity of three houses or uh, i just don't know yep i mean best hope is that after three hopes gets launched we get word on an Echo's coming out later this year or early next year. But who knows? I mean, as much as I'd prefer an Echo's treatment to genealogy in this, and also this one, is it's more likely to get genealogy first than this one. So this one's probably still not going to pop up anytime soon. There's almost a part of me that, you know, while it's not ideal, would, wouldn't mind if they would do what they did with Shadow Dragon and release a translated version of the original for us to access. 
but I'm not gonna hold my breath. Uh, you know, just yeah. D- d- don't them, hold your breath. No. Yeah, with them plotting to add 3ds and Wii U to the uh, third tier at you know a hundred dollars extra of uh, Nintendo Online, uh, you know. And I guess that's probably not actually what's happening. But speaking of the 3DS, um, as I hinted at earlier I d- and mentioned on Discord, I did find my 3DS. It was in the uh, one place where I was certain it wasn't going to be, <laughs> which is where it was supposed to be. Uh, I somehow had it in my head that I did not have it in my uh, storage case. So I wasn't. it wasn't that I found the storage case and didn't check it. It's just that I hadn't looked for the storage case because I was like, I'm certain it wasn't in there last time I had it, so I'm not going to bother looking for it. And I was... Uh, Mario Kart actually found 3D, the 3DS for me. Uh, the Mario Kart's first booster pack came out. I went looking for my Mario Kart cartridge, because uh, that's one of the five games I have on cartridge on my Switch, and maybe six games. Either way, I went looking for it, ended up finding um, the my 3ds case with the 3ds in it so charge it up i've started dipping into awakening we'll go over next week the first section of awakening which will cover the opening uh up to chapter three so we will not be playing chapter three we'll be playing the premonition the prologue and chapters one and two if during the week we find that we're already done we got through those pretty quickly we might discuss it so keep an eye on discord to see if that changes but as of right now, expect up to Chapter 3. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I am stoked to get back to Awakening. Uh, Awakening is one of those games that uh, was my first sort of return to Fire Emblem after um, really enjoying the GBA version. There was a good gap in between that GBA, the first GBA game that came out for Fire Emblem mm-hmm. and none of them really stuck with me until Awakening did. And I, and I know Awakening was a make or break for the team. Um, I remember it was one of the first games I bought digitally from Nintendo, which is kind of a funny thing to talk about considering they have basically are basically shuttering the 3DS store. Same thing for me. It's one of the first ones I bought digitally, and it wasn't because I wanted digital. At the time, I was uh, still in the uh, whirlwind mindset where, you know, I must get physical. Mm-hmm versions uh possibly for trade-in reasons who knows exactly what those reasons were i mean to be honest these days in 3ds and switch might be one of the few that are different but to be honest these days most of the time xbox and ps5 doesn't matter if you get physical or digital you're still getting the same exact thing because the physical version is just the cd that downloads the game for you (laughs) Yeah, yeah it's essentially uh I, I was the same way. I remember there was a time probably around when Awakening came out where I was still buying physical. I wasn't, I, I would buy games digitally, but, but only if they were only digital, like I would usually do physical otherwise. And I would, I was always in the habit of pre-ordering a physical copy at a physical store that I would have to go to, to pick it up because I was always, I never really figured like sh- shipping it would get it to me on day of. And that was really important back then. Nowadays is not so much because I, I get a couple hours to play on launch day, so I don't mind waiting an extra day or two. For, for me, it was that I didn't even realize the game was coming out, and then I, you know, 
I don't remember what caused me to hear about it, but I heard about it, went looking for it, and you know, as for the as obvious from the reason that it saved the series, it was extremely popular and couldn't find it anywhere. So ended up getting it digitally. Well here's here's a fun one. I remember um when I bought it, I was planning to go to Walmart to pick it up. I uh we had a lawyer's appointment because we were buying a we were buying a house. And so on our way out of town, we stopped at Walmart and I went to buy it because that was the day it, the day it came out and I, and I it wasn't on the shelf. So I asked someone, they say, oh, we haven't gotten any copies yet. So uh, and this is a, a good example of too much, super nice Ryan, too much time in his hands. So we go to the lawyers and I'm thinking to myself like, well, why wasn't it there? It's out today. I really want to play it. I really want to play it. I Google it. It turns out the game shipments were delayed. Uh, the, the shipments weren't going to arrive on day of release because of X, Y, Z. I think maybe there was like a, either a strike going on where, where they would normally ship these, these from in the States to, to Canada. Um, and either way, on our way back into town, I stopped into Walmart again thinking, oh, maybe they got them just a little bit late and they put them on the shelf. No, that wasn't the case. So I go up to the the, the person electronics and I'm like, yeah, I looked it up and they're not going to have them here in Canada. I just thought you'd like to know. And they're like, yeah, we don't, we don't care. <laughs> this is the different, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I find that sometimes in electronics at big box stores, you get folks that are really passionate about, about electronics and then you get folks that just unlock the case and i think in this case it was just someone who was uh who who unlocks the case um yeah he was definitely someone who just unlocks the case yeah so i ended up having to get it digitally because i would have had to wait until i would have had to have a whole weekend without playing it and that's pretty much the first time i've ever bought uh bought digital and i think it was point of no return there because i've i kind of jump back and forth now like it doesn't it doesn't bother me as much uh, although recent news has, has certainly made me think a little bit about that. Uh, but, um, and also the idea of having multiple switches, I think that is also still a pain. Oh yeah. Nintendo is horrible with their online stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, all that to be said, we will start Fire Emblem Awakening next week to chapter three, but if anything changes, you can hit us up in discord. That's where we'll be talking about it. And uh, that does push Tokyo Mirage Sessions down the road a little bit, but it is still in the cards for 2022, so look forward to that. But uh, that is going to do it for this episode. Visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers In Discord by going to bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforce.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.